views expressed on this program are those of the hosts, guests, and callers, and are not necessarily those of this station, its management, or other advertisers. You're listening to Transformation Talk Radio. Are you ready to stop stress, anxiety, and low self-esteem from ruining your life? Join award-winning author and breakthrough expert Dr. Friedman Schaub for Empowerment Radio as he addresses some of the most difficult challenges in our day-to-day lives. Find out how you can use the power of your mind to overcome self-sabotaging patterns and build a solid foundation of confidence and self-respect. Learn cutting-edge tools to switch out of survival mode and approach every day with greater ease, joy, and purpose. Here is your host on Empowerment Radio, Dr. Friedman Schaub. Welcome to Empowerment Radio. We are actually now on Thursdays on Empowerment Radio. New time, new date, and that also means that some of you may not really know me, may not have ever heard about me, so I'm just going to make a brief introduction so that you are caught up with who is this guy talking about empowerment. Well, my name is Dr. Friedman Schaub, and uh, I started out with uh, a lot of anxiety in my life and also a lot of trouble with confidence and self-esteem. In order to compensate for that, I just thought, let's just achieve and overachieve. And that didn't get me necessarily to the place I wanted to be, but it got me into medicine. And so I became uh, a physician specializing in cardiology then I switched also into research and molecular biology. And, and all of those things were wonderful, but they had something missing for me. Now, cardiology and medicine in general really taught me a lot about what's wrong with the body, how it needs our help, how it really is somehow you know a little flawed. Then molecular biology showed me the opposite, that we have really infinite potential inside of us and that we do have also just daily miracles happening that we don't even notice that we're not even aware of i always remember this one client of mine who basically worked like a dog but all he ate were twinkies and diet coke and he still survived and he still was being able to do this physical work it's amazing How did the body do this? How did the body extract from almost nothing something to still function on a high level? And molecular biology also showed me that this potential inside of us is waiting to be unleashed. But unfortunately, there is one force that can often suppress our potential to heal ourselves, our potential to adapt, change which is stress. Now, we all have certain kind of stressors in our life. And stress is, in some ways, you could say more a symptom. Stress is something that just is, for many, a a chronic form of existence. But when you do have chronic stress, that means also that you have a, a tension inside of you, a tension that when you are approaching the day leads to physical symptoms can lead to high blood pressure, it can lead to cholesterol going up, 
can lead to heart problems. In fact, stress is, if you have it chronically, the equivalent of smoking five cigarettes a day when it comes to heart issues. So stress is certainly something that can create a lot of problems. Now, what is stress or what is causing stress? That's the question that I was asking myself more than 15 years ago. Is it that we just have beliefs that cause us, just like myself, to push ourselves hard because we somehow are afraid of failing or afraid of not being good enough? Do we have in general a sense of anxiety because we don't feel safe, because somehow we don't trust anyone? Do we feel out of control and we feel we have to micromanage every detail in life in order to gain a sense of peace? Do we feel like we have to constantly please others or prove ourselves to others to get a sense of belonging and a sense of worthiness? These are just a few examples of deeper root causes of stress. And so I decided that rather than giving people, patients, a pill to somehow suppress the symptoms or deal with the aftermath, why not going directly to where it all starts and help people overcome the stress, and the anxiety, and the insecurity, and all those issues they have been dealing with? So I started a breakthrough program that uses the mind in its entirety. So we're talking about conscious mind, subconscious mind, and if you want the higher consciousness as well, which helps you just to change more profoundly and, and also faster because you really use all the aspects of your mind to overcome and outgrow stress. And after helping thousands of people, I wrote a book, which is called The Fear and Anxiety Solution. And there is a step-by-step -step process laid out for you to really work consciously with your subconscious to overcome fear, anxiety, stress, and other challenges. And I, of course, still work with clients in one-on-one -on -one sessions and uh, breakthrough programs. So that's now Empowerment Radio started, I don't know how many years ago. I'm certainly with Dr. Pat and Transformation Talk Radio for a long time now. And Empowerment Radio is basically all about, yeah, the day-to-day -day obstacles we are all facing. You know, those things we are challenged by, those little, you know, nagging issues, the pebbles in our shoes, and sometimes these complete overwhelming issues. This can be loneliness. This can be a broken heart. This can be overwhelmed. This can be dealing with kids. This can be dealing with that sense of not really knowing what to believe in, limiting beliefs, you name it. And Empowerment Radio always is shedding some light on those things that we rather want to avoid or not think about than really dealing with them. And so today is also one of those fundamental issues that... I have been struggling with, and so many are struggling with, that sometimes we are just pretending we don't have to deal with or we have no issue with, but deep down inside we actually do, which is confidence. Now, confidence is something that was staring in my face the other or since a week about <laughs> uh, in the form of a beautiful, beautiful horse. 
So we have horses and I just got a new horse, just fell in my lap somehow. And that horse is called Gold. And he is just magnificent. He, I mean, as a, as a human, he would be like a very tanned uh, Rod Stewart because he has really blonde hair and the mane that's to die for and very, very dark brown coat and just amazing. But, you know, horses don't necessarily know that they are pretty, but he has a confidence, which I just love. He's very young. So he came here into the group of horses we have and he wasn't shy. He wasn't sitting in a corner, sucking his thumbs and wondering, you know, do they like me or not? He wasn't domineering and trying to control everyone because, you know, now I'm the new kid on the block, so I have to bully everyone. He was just showing up and, hey, look at me. I'm here. <coughs> like me. And then he was playful and he was curious. And so the whole group of horses was immediately enamored by that kind of level of uh, self-esteem that he brought with him. And since ever then, he just is integrated faster than I saw any other horse being integrated. And that was just really fascinating to see how this can happen through that openness and that self confidence that was more about connecting than separating oneself. So I found, yeah, that gold has been an inspiration for today's show, which is about confidence. Now, hand on your heart, what do you think about your confidence level? Is it perfect? Could it go up a little bit? Do you need a boost? Well, if that's the case, you have tuned in into the right show. Now imagine for a moment that you have this power, this confidence just inside of you. But then somehow people tell you, well, you shouldn't really feel confident because other people may feel bad because you are so confident. Or maybe some people see you as arrogant and no one wants to be seen as arrogant. Or maybe some people say, what are your confidence? What, what's your confidence about? You're not that great. You're not that tall. You're not that smart. You're not that good looking. And so they kind of push you down. And with that, your confidence. Or maybe you had the feeling that confidence is also risky because it makes you more seen. It makes you more visible. And that in itself felt a little scary. Whatever it is, confidence is usually something we are born with. Yes, and I believe that because I have seen many babies and I delivered a few of them and felt, how is it that you are as a baby just coming out of the womb, screaming and yelling out of, you know, just like bloody murder. And then as soon as something doesn't really fit well, you have the confidence to tell everyone about that. You have the confidence to eventually move out of this laying down position into more crawling and then sitting up and standing up. You have the confidence to learn to express yourself through words. You have the confidence to eventually be able to feed yourself. There's a lot of stuff that happens early on that we do fairly quick. And it requires for us to have a belief in ourselves that we can do it just a natural state 
that says, of course, I can go beyond those limitations. Of course, I can go out of this miserable place of being completely dependent and learn to be more independent. My point is that it's not a matter of buying confidence and there's still no pill for that or building confidence from scratch somewhere it is inside of us and somewhere we are losing that confidence. And so today we will talk about how to unearth this confidence that's inside of us, how to prevent it from going away again, or we losing sight on it, and how to boost our confidence in general. We will be right back after the break. how to achieve wellness in all areas of your life? Hi, I'm Mary Jane Mack. Signs of wellness are a capacity to love and ability to nurture, a sense of purpose, a good sense of humor and plenty of fun in your life, a concern for others and a respect for the environment, a conscious commitment to personal excellence, a sense of balance and integrated lifestyle, and capacity to cope with whatever life presents. Well, people enjoy their lives and want them to last as long as possible. That's why the wellness mindset usually accompanies other constructive healthy lifestyle habits. By adopting a wellness mindset and behaviors like eating well, taking the right nutrition for the body, exercising, and saying affirmations are just a few things to structure a healthy system of values and beliefs. I will be your wellness coach to help you achieve a wellness lifestyle. Call us at 888-777-4232. That's 888-777-4232. And visit us at maryjanemack.com. Tune in to The Jen Royster Show, intuitive guidance to inspire your life, each Thursday at 8 a.m. Pacific and 11 a.m. Eastern on TransformationTalkRadio.com. This amazing show is an inspirational hour that will take you on an epic metaphysical journey to discover the spiritual approach to life's greatest challenges. Dr. Jen is an internationally known intuitive counselor, spiritual teacher, and energy healer. Call in for intuitive readings and visit jenroyster.com for more information. Are you new to playing with the law of attraction or a seasoned pro looking for an easy and organized way to monitor your co-creation endeavors as you draw them from the immaterial planes into your physical reality? Then join me over at goldenotter.us for bi-monthly new and full moon rituals where we plant seeds of intention, then harvest the fruits of our desires as part of a dynamic community in the members-only Lunar Manifestations Forum. I'm Autumn Seibel, host of Golden Otter Radio, where the metaphysical beats the mainstream, and I can't wait to meet you. If you've ever had a broken heart, you know how painful that can be and how long it can sometimes take to heal it. I'm Megan Edge, author of The Heart's Journey, Healing Hearts, Oracle Cards, and Guidebook, published with Balboa Press and Hay House. In The Heart's Journey, I share with you my own heartbreak and how I healed it through the beautiful hearts that found me in nature. From taking photographs of these hearts for myself, I've created this beautiful toolkit, which includes the guidebook, which has my story, how to work with Oracle cards as a healing tool, and the story of each of these hearts as they cross my path. I've also created a beautiful journal. There's a pen, a bookmark, and of course, the 42 Healing Hearts Oracle cards. You can order the Hearts Journey, Healing Hearts Oracle cards, and guidebook through my website, meganedge.ca, through Balboa Press, Amazon, and many other places online or your local shops. I look forward to hearing about your heart's healing. 
Welcome back to Empowerment Radio. We are talking about confidence and ways to boost your confidence. Now, when you have no confidence, you probably know how challenging it can be to go through life. When I was struggling with confidence, I certainly was somehow trying to make myself feel better. And usually we go into those modes of getting confidence through external identifications. You know, we're identifying ourselves with our achievements or with our car or with our jobs or with our spouses, everything that is basically not us, which makes us feel better about ourselves because somehow we don't believe that we are enough, but it also makes us dependent on that external way of seeing our confidence attached to whatever it is that we think we should be. I attended once a talk with Neil Donald Walsh, who is the author of Conversations with God, and he said there was a time in his life that he had identified himself with his hair. I mean, he has beautiful hair, I have to say. I mean, if I would identify myself with my hair, my confidence wouldn't really get boosted. I mean, I have hair, that's good, but that's pretty much it. But he was lucky, so he had to realize at some point, well, even if he likes his hair, it's not really all of who he is. So really the first step of building confidence is reminding yourself that you are a unique individual. No one is there like you. And there is an inherent goodness inside of you. There's something inside of you that is so unique and that is here for a reason that needs to be expressed that no one can replace you. You have just like the stars in the sky. Every star has its place. Every little piece on the mosaic or in a puzzle belongs there. We all have our places. We all have a reason to be here. And we all belong into the places where we are. And we all have a contribution to make. So if we agree all on that, and we also know that the confidence inside of us is simply the belief that we matter. The belief in that truth in ourselves. It doesn't need to be defined by a color, a size, a words, by a job description. It's simply there. I know sometimes it's hard to wrap your mind around it because we are so used to poking holes in our confidence that just this first step of affirming that we can have confidence, that we can believe in ourselves, that we can embrace ourselves, seems like jumping across Grand Canyon. But the truth is, this is the first step, and this is an important step, and it really starts with affirming this every day. It's like making a choice. How do I want to go into this day? Head down, shoulders slumping, feeling bad about myself, or do I want to go into this day like gold on the prairie, just knowing, hey, here I am, I'm enough. And so the affirmation that I like to teach my clients and I'm using as well is an affirmation of self-love, an affirmation of self-appreciation, an affirmation of self-belief. And it simply goes like this. I love, appreciate, and believe in myself. I am enough. 
If you are repeating this every day, now keep in mind at the beginning, it may be just words and you feel like, well, it doesn't really sink in. But eventually, as you go through more steps of building your confidence, of remembering your confidence, remembering your self-esteem and your worthiness, you will feel that these words resonate and that there is a vibration with those words that make you feel also more and more connected to yourself every day. Confidence and confiding are related to each other. Now, who do we confide in? We confide in someone we trust. We confide in someone we really believe we care about, who has our best interest in mind, who loves us, who appreciates us, a friend. And so if you see building your confidence, boosting your self-esteem also as a way to become your best friend and treating yourself accordingly, then you also see like, well, I already know how to do this for someone else. I just need to learn to do this treatment of a friend for myself. So I love, appreciate, and believe in myself. I am enough. That is the first step. Just use that affirmation. The second step is avoiding, stopping, preventing yourself from constantly undermining your confidence. Now, I'm a master in this, and I was certainly even better at that. But uh, one of the things I used to do for some reason diligently was comparing myself with others. Even others that were far away, I didn't really have anything to do with, but somehow I knew from the past. At times I Googled them and wanted to know, what are they doing? What's their life about? And insane. And it was really uncomfortable because, of course, you don't uh, find pleasure in someone having really a hardship. That doesn't really build your confidence. That doesn't make you feel better if you see that you know, they're struggling or out of work or maybe even ill. But of course, it doesn't help your confidence either when you're looking at those people that are seemingly better have more success, have more money, have reached higher than you. And it's all crazy. But that is something we do over and over again. So when you notice that you compare yourself to others, then you could say, well, going back to confidence as a way to trusting yourself and relying on yourself as a friend. Well, would you be with a friend and then look over your shoulders and wonder, well, maybe this would be a better friend, or maybe that friend over there is more interesting? Probably not. So try to use also your intention to be your supporter and build that trust in yourself through stopping to compare yourself to others. At the end, no one can really be compared to because we are all unique and, and no one is really, it's not a race. No one needs to be your measuring stick to live up to. You need to reach as high as you choose to and not like as others have been. And the same thing is also with giving your confidence away through other people's judgment. It's not only that we are judging ourselves, it's also that we get judged and we are told or shown that we are not really that great or that we are not really that interesting or that we cannot really meet whatever's expectations we are not meeting. And 
And that also undermines our confidence. And we do believe, and that is something that's very common, that somehow others know us better than we know ourselves. That others have more right to say whether we are fitting in or whether we are acceptable than we ourselves. Which is, again, a little bit crazy because if you are with someone from the very first moment you take a breath until the last, if you spend every second with that person, you know that person better than anyone else. You know that person's strength. You know that person's weaknesses. You know the secrets. You know the successes. You know the hardships. You know everything. So how can anyone else judge you when you know yourself better than them? So remind yourself of that. And again, don't try to give other people's opinions more weight than your own. And the other side of the coin, which again, something I was very good at, was trying to get other people's approval in order to feel confident, in order to feel better about yourself. That is, again, something where we are losing confidence because we cannot really control how other people think about us. We cannot really be in their heads and turn their heads in our favor. So somehow we're always dependent. And somehow we always will be in a place of that uncertainty. When I was working in this cardiology hospital at the university in Germany, in Munich, my boss was someone who certainly had a temper. Sometimes he was in a good mood and sometimes he was in a bad mood. And depending on how he was, he was friendly or he was highly critical. And for me, as someone who was looking for approval to build confidence, I certainly went with him on a roller coaster of his emotions. Sometimes I felt totally distraught because he was judging me. Sometimes I felt elated on, you know, cloud, uh, whatever, because I felt that, you know, he appreciates me. But at the end, you feel always empty. You feel always that there is something missing inside of you because you know it's fleeting. It's a fleeting sense of feeling good. And it's a much deeper sense of feeling lost when you try to get confidence through getting other people's approval. Now, another way of building confidence, we have the affirmation, we have that not undermining your confidence. Now, another way, and I mentioned it at the beginning, is really going back to the natural innate confidence that you had. So for that, I often go back into my childhood. I just think about it. You know, and my childhood wasn't necessarily the, the nicest and the prettiest. There were great things and there were hard things. But I look at myself and I look at myself at that time before I lost my innocence. And what I mean with that, you know, that natural confidence I talked about with my horse, there was something inside of me and I think there is something inside of all of us that is really just happy or open to be here. And I was, uh, as I often was told, happy-go-lucky kid who just loved to run around and explore and didn't have a care in the world and could just make out of any situation the game. And life was magical, was beautiful. 
And then at some point, I felt expectations, I felt pressure, I felt fighting between my parents, and it came all somehow crashing down. And those were those times where I lost my innocence, I lost that connection to my natural sense of safety, of enoughness, of I'm okay. So I go back in my mind to those early days, as far as I can remember, and just think about how good that felt and how natural it was to go through life and just feel that everything is fine and everything will be fine and to be able to appreciate the little moments and to be able to also just know that, yeah, I belong here. And of course, I can show up and of course, I can be funny and of course, I can speak up and it was a wonderful time. And I think we still have this inside of us and we just need to sometimes go back through little visualizations, through going through your photo album, through maybe talking to your siblings and getting more in touch with that original self and remembering what was that like? What was my confidence there, my belief in my goodness? And how did I express it? When we come back, we'll talk more about confidence and unique ways of building it. So stay tuned. Are you tired of being tired? Hi, I'm Mary Jane Mack. Did you know the adrenal glands, the workhorse of the body? They are the means by which you position yourself in life for whatever comes your way. Tiny but mighty, producing hormones the body uses to promote energy and vitality. These adrenals determine how you respond to stress, and when depleted, the body loses its ability to function powerfully when we need it most. The much-needed adrenaline or epinephrine is not available for emergency situations. Cortisone and cortisol, the longer-acting anti-stress adrenal hormones, can also become depleted due to the pace of our everyday lives. We overwork and undernutrition our most powerful ally that helps us to live the lives we desire. We are able to determine the optimum function of the adrenals and put your system back in balance. Contact us today to feel powerfully energized at 888-777-4232 or visit us at maryjanemack.com. Are you ready to create a life you'll really love? Then you'll want to tune in to the hit show Life Design Radio from Adversity to Awesome with Susan DiLorenzo. Live each month on TransformationTalkRadio.com. No matter where you are in your adversity story, Life Design Radio has got you covered. Get ready to feel inspired, enlightened, and motivated. For more information about working with Susan, visit SusanDiLorenzo.com. Ignite your inner magic on Grow Your Soul Radio with Jane Matanga. Tune in each month on Transformation Talk Radio as host Jane Matanga explores how to overcome your fears to help you gain the inspiration you need to awaken your path to joy. Learn the way to life mastery and the enlightened path with Grow Your Soul Radio. For more information on Jane Matanga and her work, visit enlightened-path.com. To find answers to life's questions, you need to look within yourself. Dr. Glenna Rice brings your questionable conversations on Transformation Talk Radio each month. Tune in each month for insight into how you can live up to your full potential. 
Dr. Glenna is a physical therapist, certified access consciousness, and access body class facilitator. How does it get any better than this? For more information on Dr. Glenna Rice and her work, visit GlennaRice.com. What is a brilliant culture and how do we create them? Why are they important? Claudette Rowley has created a breakthrough five-step process to help you align your culture with your business strategy for exceptional results. Looking for a culture that drives organizational excellence? Listen to Cultural Brilliance Radio, the second and fourth Friday of each month at 10 a.m. Pacific and 1 p.m. Eastern on Transformation Talk Radio. To learn more or work with Claudette, visit culturalbrilliance.com. Welcome back to Empowerment Radio. How is your confidence level now? Do you feel it's getting a little higher? Do you feel a little better? Now, don't confuse confidence with what I was told confidence is, which is being full of yourself. That's not really confidence. Confidence is really just feeling good, naturally connected to yourself, naturally feeling that belief, and ideally that love for yourself. And that doesn't mean that you tell yourself you're better than anyone. doesn't mean that you have hebris and feeling like, you know, you can do everything. doesn't mean that you are isolating yourself because somehow you're above everyone. It just means that you find your home inside of yourself. And that doesn't depend necessarily on what your life looks like. Again, we don't need to find confidence through the external circumstances we are in. In fact, maybe sometimes we have to realize, despite our external circumstances, the fact that we are still here, the fact that we are still moving forward, the fact that we are still doing the best we can, that should give us confidence, that should really boost us because we can rely on ourselves. Now, one thing that is really important about that connecting to that confidence is that you need to learn that you are trustworthy and that you can really rely on yourself. And what I mean with that is really that your word matters to yourself. And that is one of those amazing confidence boosters if you follow through and it's a huge poking of uh, holes in your confidence and you don't. How many times do we say to ourselves, especially procrastinators in this world, that we're going to do it today or do it tomorrow and then of course we ignore the alarm or we don't follow through or we find excuses and we are eventually realizing that, yeah, what we are saying is basically a lie. We don't really trust our word. We don't believe in what we're saying. And, and therefore, we don't really have that confidence that whatever we intend to do, we at least try to accomplish it. We don't have to always succeed. Sometimes the greatest confidence comes from realizing when we have failed and still saying, good, I did my best, now I can learn something from it, maybe there is a better approach, or maybe this is not for me, or maybe humble pie is also something that is actually building 
a connection to myself because I can build compassion, self-compassion, which is a wonderful addition to confidence. But you need to learn to trust yourself. So watch yourself in the next few days how many times you may be tempted to tell yourself something that you know you probably won't do. How many times you have an intention that you probably don't follow through. How many times you may lie to yourself or even lie to others, making stories up, embellishing, or frankly, just saying something that you know is not true just to save face. So that's one way to undermine your confidence and feel you know, ashamed of yourself, feel somehow empty inside of you. Now, we have a caller calling in. And uh, Carter, I believe it's Arch. Is that right? Yep, we have Arch from San Diego. Welcome to the show. Hi, Arch. Hi Hello, Dr. Friedman. How are you doing? I am fantastic. How about yourself? <laughs> Thank you very well. Thank you. Well, actually, Arch, uh, I asked Arch to call in because Arch is a is a wonderful example of. Um, what the lack of confidence can cause you to, to feel and experience. And when you find your confidence, how it not only changes how you feel about yourself, but how it also changes your whole life. And so, Arch, tell us a little bit about your challenges with confidence and you know, the cousin of confidence is anxiety and, uh, and what happens. Yeah, you know, it was very much focused on other, on pleasing everybody else around me in order to find my own sense of worth or or, or place in the world. And uh, you know, didn't really didn't really recognize that it took me what fifty years of living to, to recognize that through, through working with you specifically. Um, but in doing so, it was able to unearth why that was and how that came to be. And it doesn't mean that, that all of that magically disappears. It simply means that you have a, an awareness and an acceptance to it and the tools in which to understand it. And, and I think one of the most profound things that we unearthed was that that shift in focus from purpose from to to purpose from performance, and how living a life performance based uh, is very very egoic, and 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 when we do things to please others, we 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 leave out the most important being in that equation, and that is ourselves, and. Um, I believe working with you introduced me back to myself that you talked about. If you go back as far as you can remember before you quote lose the innocence, you know that's who we're that's who we all need to get reintroduced to. And I think that's that's what that's what you and I did. Right now, I think you know one of the things that I find so fascinating about your story is that you were a high achiever. I mean, you were someone who did uh, multiple uh, triathlons. I mean, the big guys, you know, the, the, the long ones, the Ironmen. You were extremely um, uh, successful at your work. 
you had, uh, you know, made several uh, creative endeavors at your workplace. And but no matter how much you achieved, your confidence didn't really find its solid place. And when there were, I believe, situations at your work that were challenging or where you felt more scrutinized or questioned, it all came, kind of came crashing down in anxiety. And uh, so how is now your confidence different than it was before? What are you now uh, relating or rooting your confidence in? Yeah, yeah. Um, yeah, I think... First and foremost is the the understanding of of why all of that was happening and better appreciating it, um, and and that that in itself gives gives you such a, a sense of kind of a sense of peace and a in the opportunity to move on from it. Um, now I think it's more of I just view things from a from a very much from a place of place of purpose and recognize when my when my ego is involved and when I'm doing things to please others and my motivations are are extrinsic and and interjected and and really stop and rethink and reposition myself and um, you know it's not it's not easy it, it takes it takes vigilance and it takes constant focus um, but that's where change happens and you know, all this is just it's shifting your focus and changing changing those reoccurring patterns that we've developed over the course of our lives that doesn't serve us. It keeps us safe. You know, there, there's there's something adaptive to it in the sense that it's familiar and it keeps us perceive um, you know the paradox of safe. But um, it wasn't allowing me to grow, and I, I knew it. Like I recognized all of these wonderful things that I was doing professionally. But I also, it was equally as clear that I wasn't getting the, I wasn't getting, there's an incongruence in the, in the level of, of confidence and, and satisfaction that I was getting from those things. Everybody else around me was experiencing it and, and I was getting rewarded for it, but, but because it was so much of a, my motivation was so much of doing it to prove myself to myself, probably more so than my, myself to others. Um, really made it really made it painful, um, and you know it took it took some profound suffering to to get through that. And it's not to say that all of that's you know evaporated and then it's gone. It you know it, it still rears its head every now and then. But there's just such a greater understanding and a recognition of it and appreciation for a greater appreciation for myself because it's not so much weighted in other people. And that's, right. that's probably the biggest, the biggest shift. Well, I think there are, you're modest, because there are a lot of shifts. And I think <laughs> one of the shifts is also that you really stepped up to now be a coach yourself and to help other people with their issues on confidence and uh, searching for purpose and uh, I mean, you could say there is certainly also for you a shift from needing an external source to provide, not only provide you with a sense of uh, worthiness, but also provide you with stability to having now the confidence to be your own boss 
and and help people in a profound way, didn't that also really, you know, need some confidence and believe in yourself to be able to do that step? Oh my gosh, yeah, uh, yeah, absolutely. And it's 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 darn near poetic the way it the way it all worked out. And you know, I spent I spent a good you know eight to ten years what I call me searching, you know, really trying to figure myself out. And, and at the same time, it was this really wonderful combination of figuring myself out, but at the same time being in a, in a position professionally to where I could, I could, I could help others do the same. Um, but there was this really neat switch that happened about, I don't know, two years ago where everything that I was researching and learning and educating myself on wasn't so much self-focused as it was how can I how can I it was other focused it was I felt like I really had a, a good grip on myself and, and now it's like my focus switched to I want to I have to share this with others I because, because I know from my from my vocation over the past well over the past decade that I was not the only one that you know I was not on an island that there were others that that wanted access to this and maybe didn't know how. And so, yeah, I, I had the opportunity at the beginning of, of 2018 to step away from the corporate world and from the box that I was in and to, 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 take, to take all this experience, all of this me searching uh, and what I call my me HD in, in thriving and uh, start sharing it with others as a, as a, as a life coach and consultant. And um, yeah, I mean, nothing felt more congruent in my entire in my in my life, and it's just just one one that it's one massive step closer to to aligning my outer purpose and my inner purpose, and that's where I feel like I'm at I'm at right now. Well, and that is just such a wonderful example of you know doing it really in a way that you first needed to find yourself before you became clear of what is my purpose? What do I really want to contribute in life? And often we do it the other way around, where we are just searching for some meaning in another job, in another city, in another relationship, and we don't do the me-searching that you talked about, and, and therefore we don't really have that trusted relationship with ourselves, and that confidence with ourselves. And So what would you say is for you... And you mentioned before, it doesn't really evaporate the challenges we are dealing with. And, you know, that's actually a sign that we are still alive, which is good, because I hope I continue to be challenged and learn from those challenges and grow and get triggered into, you know, certain issues that I thought are gone. And then I can hone the skills even more. But what is it for you? What boosts your confidence or stabilizes your confidence the most these days? I would say what boosts my confidence the most is when I recognize the the universe showing up to support what it is that I'm doing. Because there is there is still uncertainty and there is still the same consequences for oh for example, you know, Starting a starting a business and and not knowing where your next client's coming from, you know, there's still that uncertainty and still that maybe a little a little fear. But when you when your focus is 
maybe not totally shifted, but at least shared with the universe. And you see, and that sounds really rude, but when you get it and you recognize it, 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 it it's not really, it's really who It's awesome because you can see where the world is just supporting, the universe is just supporting supporting you and wants you to be successful. And, and oftentimes, it's, it's us, we're our biggest we are our biggest obstacles, and our and then you know the obstacles probably has a lot, lot due in part with with ego and and old limiting self limiting beliefs and sort emotions and all those things. And and once you once you have an awareness to that and recognize that and 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 and, and you recognize it, but, but then shift your focus beyond. I think that's where that's where my confidence comes from, and what it, what has allowed me to. Have the have the the courage to 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 try something new and then just follow what feels right and what feels natural. Now, one thing I can also tell you from my experience when I started with my work and you know moving out of academia into being my own boss, my own entrepreneur. Uh, yes, I totally get what you're saying in regards to the uncertainty. And it's sometimes more comfortable to know that there is a paycheck coming. But there is something that I, besides what you said uh, about the, um, the universe showing up, which I know is true, that we really need to focus on that belief, which is more confidence in than the totality of your life. And it certainly includes also the confidence in the universe, but there, the confidence in yourself what really has helped me very much was when I knew that what I was doing made a difference and had confidence in that contribution and the confidence in the meaning of my work and the meaning I can have for others. And then knowing that I deserve to have the opportunity to support, to help and guide. And, and that deservedness, the deservedness to be also uh, in a place where you feel safe financially, where you feel abundant, where you feel that what you gave comes also back to you. That kind of deservedness is a form of the confidence. And so I know that you do fantastic work and I want to actually have you uh, tell the listeners how they can learn more about you and your work. But really remember that. I think that's really important, especially since you know your, your business is uh, starting to lift off, just to always keep in mind that what you give deserves to also be seen and and uh, to be utilized. There's so many people out there that need your work. And so uh, have that as a part of your confidence. Uh, that means the world to hear you say that. And it's it's so true. And it's I think for all of us, it's, it's something that we can owe it to ourselves to constantly work on. And I think it's, a direct direct connection to self compassion, which I feel like is just paramount to allowing ourselves to be the best kind of the best version of our of our being, and um, you certainly have been a wonderful mentor in that. So, um, my I can be reached at archfuston dot com or human hyphen better dot com. Um, and I, I work with individuals, I work with organizations on culture and, and well-being, but I, uh, I love, 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 love helping people who, 
who know they have more to give mm-hmm. and they just can't get themselves unstuck and are having a hard time navigating those obstacles. And I have, uh, I'm working with, with three, three individuals right now that are, you know, quote, high achievers on paper, but personally and emotionally, they just feel absolutely stuck. And it's so familiar and it's, it's, it's all, it's all very familiar and all many of the same things. And just seeing those awakenings are, you know, talk about meaningful work and helping people realize their truth is, well, you know, I mean, that's what you do on a daily basis. And that's, um, I'm, I'm, I'm so incredibly fortunate and, and humbled to be in a position to help, help others do the same. Well, thank you so much for sharing what uh, you have been up to and your journey. And uh, what I really find is so inspirational about it that you actually are now helping others exactly with what you were dealing with, just like I do. And uh, that is just something I believe we, we can see as a paying forward, finding your confidence. We don't always have to become you know, coaches or or mentors to others, we can use our confidence in other ways, but it is really a also then later on paying forward. We find our confidence to find our meaning and purpose in life. And this doesn't have to be just professionally. This can be about making a difference in the community, becoming that, uh, that son, that daughter, that father, that mother, that uh, we really know we can be, but we never allowed ourselves to be. It can be something that we don't even know yet what that confidence then carries through. But there is not just the, oh, I'm going to work on confidence to feel better about myself. There is, I use this confidence as a fuel to make my life more purposeful, more meaningful, and also more fulfilling. So thank you so much, Arch, for, for calling in. You're very welcome. Good seeing you. Bye-bye. Bye-bye. Well, we're almost done with the show, unfortunately. As always, it just rushes by. I wish I could do a two-hour show on a topic. But one thing I want to remember, uh, remind you, I only have one minute left, I just got told, that in order to build confidence, you want to also feed your confidence. And to feed your confidence, you want to reflect every day back to you things that you appreciate about yourself, small things. Don't tell yourself, oh, isn't that normal? Everyone does that. Everyone is, you know, emptying the dishwasher. Everyone is friendly to a homeless person. Everyone is opening the door for someone who has the handfuls and, uh, you know, waiting for that person to enter. No, you just look at yourself and you look at what you appreciate. Again, it's not about comparing. It's not about competing. It's about you seeing yourself as a good, valuable human being who is mindful, who is aware, and who wants to do its best. And that is boosting your confidence because it tells you I'm on the right track and I learn every day a little bit more to love, appreciate, and believe in myself because you are enough until next time this was empowerment radio thank you for tuning in goodbye
And we're clear. You've been listening to Empowerment Radio with Dr. Friedman Schaub. Join Dr. Friedman every first and third Thursday at 9 a.m. Pacific, 12 p.m. Eastern, as he addresses some of the most prevailing challenges of our daily lives. To learn more about how Dr. Friedman's personal breakthrough program can help you overcome fear, anxiety, and low self-esteem, visit thefearandanxietysolution.com. 